weird. Sports. Go, Go sports. Play ball. Slam ball is a full contact sport. Now we pumpkins. Find it back in two, or we go in a rotation. Football. We can tweak. Oh, baby, you, you've got what I need. Uh. And that is a new sport. Uh. Sam has a sport for me. Read. He, he's going to read to me. Reed brought the sport today. I have a sport for him. <laughs> did, did forget it was my turn. Oh, baby, you. <laughs> I have what you need. And he says it's just a sport. And he fucked it up the first time. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to the newly musical podcast. We- Tertiary Sports. I am Reed, your musical host. I am Sam, your musical host. And we are not musicians. Well, but we're closer to musicians than we we, we are sports fanatics, <laughs> I guess. Fair enough. Uh, but we are your guides to the world of outsider sports. That's right. Your Sherpas to the wondrous world of wild sports. Uh, Sam, how was your week? My week was pretty good. I would say... I'm not going to dig you out. You just look me in the eyes and finish your sentence. There was no, I was not asking you to do anything for me there. Mm-hmm. My week was pretty good, I would say. The end. Oh, okay. That was a, that was a full sentence. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, mine was good. Thank you for asking as always. Hey, Reed. Um, hey, Reedy boy. Good friend of mine. How was your week? Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was fine. It was fine. It was good. Yeah. It was fine? It was good. Fine. Was it, it was fine good. also? It was fine. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Planned a train trip with my friends. That's been confusing. That's true. Yeah. Where are you going? We're we're going to Boston. Where are you going though? Oh, <laughs> y'all right. are going, You're to, going Boston. to Philadelphia. That's You're going to wind true. up in a cornfield with wearing nothing but a bucket helm and wielding a claymore. No, no money. No ID. Probably drunk, but a sword in my hand and a <laughs> and, a, and a song in my soul. This Philadelphia is- will never be the same. <laughs> This is actually how crop circles started. This is Reed just <laughs> off his absolute helmet out in the field swinging a sword. <laughs> anyway. Crop crop circles are fascinating. Crop circles are fascinating. I think we should do an Aliens podcast. You, would well, you I guys listen to an Aliens podcast? Would you, pro- I, okay. Hey folks, would, if you listen to a uh, an Aliens podcast, um, but one with the same tone, as what we have brought to this table of neither of us really believe that aliens are here affecting our, our, our civilization as a whole, or and, I don't. And in fact, we usually just make fun of people. Um, uh, if you listen to that, let us know. Uh, please, by answering um, the Reed versus Sam poll by uh, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> and if you really want aliens, just uh, answer Sam. Uh, and if you don't want aliens, I guess that's not an option. We'll be making one at some point. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, I have a sport for, for you. Do you? Are you Are you sure? Well, it was a bagel, but I I, I can do a sport. <laughs> I'd take a bagel. Yeah, you want a bagel? A few moments later. Okay, also hear me out. Yeah. Olympics, but with fish? Mm. So you're just chucking a, a swordfish in the javelin? <laughs> it's <laughs> It happens side by side with the cheese wheel Olympics. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, read. Reedy Raccoon, Reedy Boy. I just want to touch on the fact that we just came up with the stinkiest sporting event ever. <laughs> we will go down in history as the Stink Boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The year, Sam. Yeah. Is 17. Whoa. 71. Ooh. So, f- you know, f- five Bad years. Bad year for witches. Bad year for 
frankly, quite a lot. There's quite a bit of war. Bad year for medical care? You would you could say that. Good year for whalebone corsets. True. Good year uh, that James, James Cook's three-year round-the-world trip in the HMS Endeavor returns. Mm. And there is, again, a lot of war happening. <laughs> Imperialism is rough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not great. And it's the first recorded organized event of a little sport called Philippian. <laughs> you sure it's not just war? Yes. <laughs> it's so much better. Uh, and it is held in Friesland. Friesland? Okay. Uh, part of the Netherlands. Okay. Uh, this spoke, this folk sport. It's not the, a, the secret continent I always thought was real. <laughs> yeah, beyond Friesland. <laughs> Bienvenue to Friesland. Uh, it's it is. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Yeah, A B C D. You wish. F I E R L J E P P E N. What did feast? Yeah, yeah. There's lots of consonants in the row. Yeah. Wait, E E P E M E P P E N. Pronounced Philippin. Oh, I thought you were spelling Friesland. No, Friesland <laughs> is spelled R F I E S L A N D. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. You're not going to get that quality of spelling mm. on other podcasts. That's right. Just you here, come here. Where we ask for a audio uh, on this audio medium. We clarify <laughs> the spellings of words. <laughs> that's actually what we're going to. That's the rest of the podcast. If you came for the Clam Harbor stuff, you can stop listening now. Uh, uh, just we're just going to. We're just yeah, spelling bee. It's also called mm. canal jumping mm. or canal vaulting. Is this? I was. So so fucking close to bringing that sport today. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I didn't research it, though, because I was like, I'd, I'll cover that one at a later time. I, I saw it, and I was like, this will be a fun word to say a lot of. But I'm going to call it canal vaulting from now on. Okay. Um, what was the actual name? Feliepen. Feliepen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and you uh, would say that you are the professional pronunciator for that I, word. I would say that I'm the prawn professional. <laughs> that <laughs> means you get prawns and get them to pronounce the word. Yeah, I make and then I make that. I make the little shrimpums. Shrimpums tell me <laughs> tell me the words. Um, but due to cons- so basically, it's called canal jumping. Uh huh. And I'm gonna go over how to play, and then I'll go over the history, change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But before we do anything. Due to considerable parts of the Netherlands being below sea level, mm-hmm. which I did not know. Yeah. Uh, it has... It just survived, but there's like this big story about this little kid who stuck his finger in a dike. Yeah, the little Dutch boy in the well. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like held back the ocean. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> I, I use that reference a lot and have not actually... I don't know the background of it. Mm-hmm. Turns out, little, little Nethers. It's a little, little Nethers boy. Uh, but yeah, it has a lot of waterways dug and also, you know, why would, why would that be read? Presumably because some places do have to be dry. I don't know. Humans are wet people. We are wet folk. That's actually my, uh, my Game of Thrones clan. The wet folk. (laughs) Wet folk. Moist boy. Read, reading the moist boys. (laughs) The water is coming. (laughs) But, uh, speaking of water coming, it. Flirjepen, or canal vaulting, originated uh-huh. mostly just as a way to get around. It was just the most efficient way to get over these big-ass canals, was to just pole vault. I, I, like, I guess you could build bridges. I think it's like a lot of, like, at a certain point, carrying a pole is going to be, I don't know. You're right. Yeah, Sam, maybe bridges weren't, maybe they don't know about them. Do you, have you, I think we should email them and ask. <laughs> 
Hey, water country, do you know about bridges? Hey, Netherlands, have you tried Bridgeland? <laughs> um, like, you could definitely create, like, a lightweight, like, like a wood bridge that you could, like, put up and then, like, lower down to the other side, though, like, and just leave there. A, a bridge. A, a bridge, but, like, a walkway, more like, for, like, one person to go across, enough to hold them up, and you could, like, pick it up with one person and then just not pole vault. You just lower it down to the other side. I don't know why you're arguing me. I didn't invent pole vaulting. So read. <laughs> read. <laughs> I keep telling you to stop time traveling and inventing these weird sports. If I had to guess, Sam, it's just cheaper to carry a stick. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your stick. I want to engineer these weird little bridges. Okay. Yeah. Bridges aside. Bridges were clearly aside. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Basically, you run up. So, how to play. And yipping across? Yeah, you flarping across. <laughs> <laughs> no, you... So... First thing that's different from pole vaulting. Okay. Stick's already in the water standing up straight. Interesting. They just kind of shove it in and it's standing roughly straight. You then sprint uh, like oh, towards no. the edge of it. And there's like a little bit of like a, a, a jumpy jump and you sprint up and on it, grabbing the pole. Oh no. And then you climb up the pole as fast as you can and fall down the other side. Uh, shockingly intense. Uh, and so- Aww. Yeah. So, but basically, so, uh, pole vaulting meets like professional speed climbing. Yes. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> but I mean, but if you fall, you fall into a canal or the side of it. <laughs> yep. And break your everything. Well, even I will say, like I've seen, uh, I watched a bunch of this because it's highly entertaining, uh -huh. uh, and I'll talk about that later. But if you, though, there's videos from like 1960. Uh, and yeah, people are just like, hey, poles are a lot smaller, canals are a lot shorter, uh, but people are slamming into that ground very hard. Yeah. Uh, but that's basically it. It's getting across is no mean feat. And basically it's who gets farthest long jump style where you land in the sand, they'll like mark it down. Okay. It's super simple. Uh, like there's like follow-up rules where each contestant gets like three tries throughout the day and they're allowed like five minutes on each of the jumps to like prep and jump uh it's mostly done for tourists sounds about right okay and that's how you play these 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 ones were like it's just very simple like a race or this i find uh they're good because you don't have to talk about the actual sport very much <laughs> <laughs> over time uh-huh this means of gressing not really gressing. a degress or uh <laughs> this means of digressing yeah, well i mean that's what we do mostly Mm -hmm. It is. It was turned into a full competition in 1771, but it wasn't properly structured until 1957. So a sounds little, about right. So a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So a little bit later, Sam. Mm -hmm. uh, the sport believe uh, is to be, uh, believed. The sport is believed to uh, have originated with farmers who used poles to leap over small drainage channels. Uh, to access, you know, the different areas of their land. In the German region of East Frisia, the sport is also called Footstock Springeten. <laughs> but today it's primarily practiced for fun and entertaining tourists in, in Frisian. Um, but there's still an official annual... Be, that would definitely be a, an interesting sport to go watch. Like the... When you first started talking about this, I was like, of course, of course, they have a pole, they run, they stick it in, they whoop. Yeah. Nah. Nah. It's so much more intense. Way they, harder. They sprint up on a pole and hope it <laughs> falls the right way and not back onto the dock. 
terrifying. I this is one of those sports that like I don't really think I would want or be good at to try. I don't know if I would have been good at any of the sports we've talked about, but I would try this one. Be good at keep the balloon up. Yeah, I think we could be good at that. Maybe not at the national level, but I think we could do it. Yeah. I also think that we could have done some rather interesting extreme ironing because it would have been funny. That's true. Maybe we can. Yeah. Patreon maybe. content. Um, so there is a annual national Thoryepin manifestation, the NFM in the Netherlands. A manifestation, huh? That's what, in, instead of a competition, it's so much more primal and arcane. These aren't actually people that do it. It's just wizards. <laughs> Just wizards and uh, ghosts, mostly. That's primarily, true. yeah. Yeah. A little fun fact: the uh, Netherlands are all incorporeal. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Uh, you can't exist below sea level like that. No, that's against God and vampires and probably other stuff. <laughs> against God and vampires, the two most important. <laughs> the two, yeah, the two steps. In the Netherlands, it is contested in six leagues and numerous, like they numerous, but I've also heard a myriad of clubs. So there's like, I'm not gonna say there's a lot of people out here doing this. There's some, but there's some enough, enough, enough. Uh, and so I'm gonna give you the current records. I'm gonna give them to you in feet. And again, I want you, you to picture. Give them to me in feet. That seems highly illegal. Especially since I don't know where you got all these feet. I took them. Who? Well, that's not. I don't know. See how, you are, Reed, how are they going to yippin without their feet? Flurry yippin. <laughs> without their flurry yippin. They can't, can't yippin without their flurry yippin. Netherlands, we're sorry. Uh, <laughs> your language sounds silly. We're a little sorry. We're also not linguists. True. Yeah. We're um, just American, which means burgers and mispronunciations. I was about to say the opposite of linguists, really. Yeah. The, so. the monolinguists. It's true. Hmm. So Sam, again, this is a sport where you run up to a pole that has been stuck into the mud in a canal. You jump onto the pole and you cling onto it, climb up it, and hopefully fall to the other side. In the senior division in 2017, uh, Jaco de Groot uh, came in going 72 feet and 10 inches. Fuck me. That's that's a feat. That's a feat. That's high. That's a feet in meters. Well, that's about 22.21 meters. Fuck, that's tall. That's tall. Uh, that's a big Chewbacca right there. That's a huge Chewbacca. That's one. You lay Chewbacca's end to end. Get a couple of Chewbacca's in there. Yeah. 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 The ladies. Uh, it's a Merit van der Waal. Uh, Merit van der... Merit van der Waal, but three different... Four different names. Came in at a <laughs> whopping 67.7 inch... Or 67 feet, 7 inches. Jesus, fuck. And again... I, like, throw that... That's, like... I can throw a discus that far, I think. Actually, I don't remember what my discus throw is anymore. I mean, I certainly can't pole vault... Vert like, horizontal pole vault that far. I'll tell you what. I know that my shot put was 32 feet. Okay, so she's, she's jumping on a pole. Double that. Double that. Yeah. Juniors, under 20. We have... Joris de Jong or Joris de Jong, uh, 67 feet. It's a in, tall guy. In 2016. 2016, big year. A lot of upsets that year. Yeah. Okay. Um, another one. I'm upset. Another one. Uh, I read that it was canceled for several years due to hoof and mouth, uh, which apparently <laughs> has more it's to do with it has more to do with canals than I uh, was aware of. Oh, that's weird. Right, that's weird. Because well, we, they're canaly, they're, they're canaly fresh water, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, because it, it was the uh, huh. canal, the the bog snorkeling was also canceled because of foot and mouth. 
I mean, it makes sense. It's like literally like, hey, let's if one person with hoof and mouth jumps into the water, that is what transmits those diseases. I, I'm not a proctologist. I don't know. <laughs> if one proctologist jumps into the canal, everybody's getting hoof and mouth. It's true. In 2017. 2017. Boys under 16 group. Year of our Lord. Year, year of our Lord. Year of our Tord. Boy, uh, boy of our board. God I don't against I, God and vampires. Against God and vampires. <laughs> a, a, a boy becoming a man uh, named Rainier Overbeak. <laughs> That's a and ds name. Yeah, it really is. A lot of these are. Uh, jumped 65 feet clean. And that's under 16. That's a that's a that's a bouncy boy. That's a lot. That's a bouncy boy. Well, uh, the oh my god. Okay, so I actually just okay. There's been an upset. I did not read all the way down this list. So are you ready? I'm always ready, baby. In 2016, mm-hmm. a under 16 year old. Sorry, 2014, an under 16 year old, 12 year old, maybe boy, jumped in the female division. Jumped 54 feet, 4 inches. And you know who that was? Mary Antoinette. Mary Meredith Vanderwald. I got the first name right. You did. But in 20, she holds two records. Fuck. In okay. This. So she is debatably the greatest Philippinist, Philippiner. <laughs> Philipper. Philipper in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one else holds two uh, consecutive titles. Wow. She is the... Uh, Girls under 16 and ladies over 16 before you get to seniors. There are Sam. Mm. And these are active jumpers who have been to a meet of some kind. So they happen in meets. Yeah. Okay. I, or festivals. I think it's, again, not as serious if we've talked about it. I think <laughs> it's kind of a fun thing. <laughs> there are 532 registered active jumpers in, in 2022. Okay. Of those, only 190 are from the Netherlands. Mm. So we're shipping them in. From all over. Okay. Okay. So you're telling me, Reed, Rich Coningsburg. Yeah. You're telling me that I could go and fall in a canal and get hoof and mouth. Yeah. In Holland. Yes. While registered for this sport. Yes. Actually, I think you have to be registered. I think, I think the order you've done is different. You can be registered and then do it. <laughs> I think it's a prerequisite. You have to fall in a canal and get hoof and mouth before you can compete. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. probably it. Yeah. Like initiation. A, uh, what can I say? I'm a proctologist. <laughs> Sam, it's not the only game that's kind of like this. Uh huh. It's not the only what I would What's consider. What's the next fucking one? Is it in Nepal where you leap like entire mountains gaps? You go from one mountain to the other? He, he's looking it up. <laughs> he's, like, he's trying to find out if that's a thing. Sam, you are so actually so spot on with what you just <laughs> said. You don't understand. So. The next part of this is I have much less because it's very similar. And the, uh, and I, I might save a bunch of this because it's deserving of its own episode. Okay. So there might be a part two to read talks about cross-country pole vaulting. Mm-hmm. But there is a game called Shepherd's Leap. It is a Spanish game uh, and still practiced throughout the Canary Islands. Okay. Which are presumably surrounded by ocean. Canaries. Oh, right. Ocean. Well, yeah. I mean. Of course. You ocean. Know, that's what I say about all things with the ocean. Kind of, I, we, we look, look at canaries. We look outside, and I don't see any fucking canaries. I just see ocean, and I picture... It's because birds aren't real. It's because birds are drones. <laughs> so, it is a Spanish and Canary Islands Arriba. folk sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariba. Vederci. Uh, <laughs> and it, it is also from shepherds. 
Yeah, it's, it's called Shepherd's Leap. It's with that crook. In, instead of, you're not getting, you're not dead wrong. <laughs> instead of, you're, you keep stumbling into this. <laughs> instead of being across canals and wet areas and little ponds. Is it ponds, across sheep? It's across jagged mountainscapes. Mm, I was right the first time. You were right the first time. My next guess was canaries. Against just mountains of canaries? <laughs> Some canaries. Sam, how many canaries do you think you could fight? Oh, man. Um, do I get any kind of ear, nose, and throat protection? You get one object to take with you. One object? Okay. Then I think 437 okay. safely. Okay. What's your object? My, my object? You, you can take with you. Eye protection. Okay. Of course. I'd bring a tennis racket. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> bring a Faraday cage. <laughs> uh, so instead of doing it across canals, uh-huh. it's across jagged mountainscapes and Hot. other extremely difficult and dangerous terrain. So broke back mountain. Uh, broke pole vault. <laughs> broke man, jagged mountain. And so... These techniques range from the stuff we've talked about where you just jump over chasms uh-huh. to vaulting across crevices in the dead drop, which is the practitioner leaps into a space from heights of eight meters, jamming their pole into the ground and then sliding down the pole, okay. which is the most buckfuck wild way to get down something. That's a pretty buckfuck wild. There is another one where they basically like drop it into... They like, either they're running, there's a big gap. They basically jump, put their pole across the gap. It stops them. They climb across the pole and then they just keep going. No. Also. I don't want to. My biggest question. <laughs> and that that's this sport. That's all I'm going to cover. Other than that, it's very similar and it might get its own episode. But my question uh-huh. is why are you keeping sheep? In an area where this is necessary. Well, I mean, I guess mountain goats are a thing. That's fair. But they're a little more independent than sheep. That's true. As someone who grew up on a sheep farm, they need all the help you can give them. They are they are simple little creatures. That's what happens when you breed them for generations and generations. Domestication, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of domestication, it's time for me and Sam to take our fine little domestic ass. That's right. We're going to breed Reed for generations and generations. <laughs> I And I think there might be some fanfic of that <laughs> in the world. Um, Did you know I found out yesterday there is an uncomfortable amount of, uh, like, porn out there of dragons having sex with cars? Yeah. and the I, sad- don't, I don't get it. Like, did Christian Bale do this? Like, is this a Transformers thing? I, and the thing is, I really wish I didn't immediately know what you were talking about, but you're right. It's a very active community for whatever reason. It's very peculiar to me. I thought you were just going to be like, you know, there's a lot of porn out there. <laughs> you know, and people, some people like watching like it. sex. It's what? <laughs> That's wild. I don't understand it. I've been celibate my whole life. Of and- course. My name is Sam Workman, and I'm celibate till I die. <laughs> I'm militantly celibate. I will protect it with all of my you swords. Know, you know, 10 years ago, that was a joke. That, like, that it's now it's not really no. a joke anymore, is it? That's not really a funny one. But if you add to the fact you have swords, it becomes a joke again. That's fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I really like cold steel, and I'm definitely voluntarily celibate. Yes. <laughs> a valsal. <laughs> well, anyway, on this Pretty new- Pretty sure we just call them priests. <laughs> Not all of them. That's fair. 
anyway, from our little seaside shack to your little, little undomesticated it- ears. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. I'm, it's, it's time. For, it's clearly time for us to go. We've overstayed our welcome. And if you're still listening to this, you are you are so fucking strong. You are very strong. I'm proud of you. I love you, the one person. Thanks. I see stars right now. Yeah. And before Sam passes out, goodbye. Smooches. Thanks for listening to Tertiary Sports. This show was co-created by myself, Sam Workman, and Reed Bridge Konigsberg. If you loved us, do me a favor and put up a five-star review on your favorite podcast provider. Come join the conversation on our socials, which can be found at ramshacklestudios.net. Till next time, live well and be kind. Smooches. Smooches.